0: You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 27. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach, Lærke Nilsson, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset tools and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. You might have heard that vulnerability is important to embrace in dating and relationships. Maybe you've even heard that vulnerability is part of what attracts a man, and you wonder, as a strong independent woman, why is that? You might also have asked yourself the question, am I going to change myself and all of a sudden be vulnerable when I'm normally quite strong? And can I be too vulnerable and risk pushing someone away? If so, you want to listen to this episode because I'm going to explain what vulnerability really is and why it's important to embrace in any connection. Not just to attract a man, but because it allows you to be more authentic and it builds a deep emotional connection that you just can't do with your intellect. I'll also give you some examples of what it looks like when we don't embrace vulnerability, when we try to push it away or avoid it, and what kind of vulnerability that is just too much and too early, so how not to do. And finally, I'll give you three simple steps so that you can start embracing your vulnerability in dating. Small steps that you can take yourself to connect on a deeper level. But first, I want to tell you that next week, I will announce Three winners of a free coaching session with me. Three women who have written a review of the podcast on Apple Podcast. So if you still want in on this and you feel that this podcast is worth recommending to other women, then now is the time. Of course, you can always write a review and I'm always super happy for this. And there will most likely be other prizes in the future. And at the present moment when I'm recording this, This podcast has over 13,000 downloads, which is simply just blowing my mind. I truly appreciate and value every single one of you, and I feel so grateful that you find it useful enough to give me your time and attention. This is the most valuable gift you can give someone, time and attention, and I don't take that lightly, so thank you all from the bottom of my heart. And on that note, let's get started. You might have heard that vulnerability is important in dating and relationships, but why is that? We have to start by looking at what vulnerability even is, and what is more obvious than to check in with Brainy Brown, who is probably the leading expert on vulnerability. She defines vulnerability as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. And she also says, and I'm going to give you three quotes that I really love, Vulnerability is having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It is our greatest measure of courage. Vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy and creativity. And that is a lot, right? So I'm not going to dive into Braini Brown's work because it's enormous and she's done so much and published several books on the topic that I can't do her justice in a 20 minutes episode. But I highly recommend that you dive into that yourself if you find it interesting. In this episode, I'm going to zoom in on the importance of vulnerability in dating and give you my take on why that is important. And I see vulnerability in dating in particular as having the courage to be seen as who you are without trying to cover up imperfections or uncomfortable emotions. And that is important for at least five different reasons. The first one is that you can't be fully authentic if you're not okay to accept that it also makes you vulnerable. Authenticity comes with an emotional risk. There's always the risk that someone might not like you or they might not like all of you. And you want to be authentic if you want to attract a man that's a perfect match for you. The second reason is that vulnerability creates an emotional connection with another human being. And you could call it a heart connection as opposed to the connection you create with the mind and intellect. It's a deeper connection when it's emotional. And that's why allowing yourself to show your vulnerable side is attractive to a man. This is valid not only for romantic relationships, also for friendships. The moment someone allows themselves to be vulnerable in front of you and shares something that feels vulnerable to them, you instantly feel a deeper connection. Unless, of course, it's way too early and they're sharing way too private information, but that's a different story and I'll get back to that later in this episode. The third reason it's important is that it fosters trust on both sides. And it's actually logical when you think of it. If you allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be seen as you are, it's basically the opposite of pretending. And the man that you are with, he will feel that he can trust you when you are honest with who you are. And he will also feel that you trust him because you had the courage to show him vulnerability. You were willing to take the emotional risk to create more intimacy. And then the fourth reason is that when you dare to go first, Take the emotional lead in a connection and be vulnerable with a man. You create safety for him to do the same. He gets to feel that it's okay to be vulnerable. And finally, the fifth reason is that when you master vulnerability, in the sense that you are okay sharing your true emotions, you'll also be able to respond to a challenging situation in a way that works for you instead of against you. For instance... If you notice that you easily react with anger when in reality you feel sad or insecure, but you react with anger because anger feels less vulnerable than admitting to feel insecure, then you usually don't get a good response from the other person. But embracing vulnerability will allow you to be honest about your true feelings and that will give you a completely different response from the other person. Of course, in order to do that, you need to be connected with your emotions first. I'm gonna later in this episode give you some examples of what it can look like when we try to cover up our vulnerability and why it's not working very well for us. So, it should be easy to see that vulnerability is important for creating a deep connection. But why is it that we avoid vulnerability and, particular, as strong independent women? Vulnerability is scary. We voluntarily put ourselves in a situation where we can be hurt. People might not like what they see. They might dismiss our emotions or react in a way that makes us feel rejected. And we have no way of controlling the outcome. And this is why vulnerability is a true measure of courage. For the person being vulnerable, it feels scary and sometimes maybe even shameful. But from the other side, vulnerability looks like courage. However, most of us grow up learning that vulnerability is weakness and we should avoid showing it to anyone. And in particular, if you are a strong, high achieving woman, you've learned that in order to make it in a demanding career life or achieve whatever goals you have, you have to hide your vulnerability. Because otherwise, you might be judged as weak, not able to perform the same tasks as men, too emotional, too fragile, too sensitive, and things like that. So this makes us develop an instinctive reaction that is to judge our own vulnerability and try to cover it up, instead of taking a closer look at what's really going on in us. Also, most of us don't know the difference between what I would call the empowered vulnerability, the courageous sharing of authentic emotions, and then the kind of oversharing and over-emotional response that is not very empowered and that works against us. So what does it look like when we cover up or hide our vulnerability? The more we suppress our vulnerability, the more difficult it becomes for ourselves to recognize it. And we can become so good at pushing it away that we don't even see it ourselves. But pushing it away does not serve us because we don't get the result we want. And I'm going to give you some examples of what it can look like when we push away or try to avoid vulnerability and why it's not serving us. The most basic way we choose to avoid vulnerability is simply by not being authentic. It's by hiding your true self. Trying to be in a way that you think will please or impress him. Maybe even pretend to agree with him on things that you don't actually agree on or just not be honest about your real values. And this is of course working against you because it doesn't help you attract a person who is all in on you. And the person you end up attracting is someone who likes the inauthentic version of you. It could also be that you stay in your head all the time. You create mind connection instead of heart connection, simply because you feel too vulnerable sharing something emotional. You can become very intellectual to protect yourself from feeling this shaky, uncomfortable, risky feeling of vulnerability. And the result is that the conversation becomes either very factual and boring Or you move into the friend zone. You are not connecting on that deep emotional level that you want with a romantic partner. It doesn't necessarily prevent you from having a good time, but it feels more like a friendship and that's maybe not what you want. Then there are the situations where you could feel vulnerable because of something that happened between you and the man that you are dating. For instance, many of us have this not very useful habit of reacting with anger when in reality we feel something else. Often there's another emotion beneath the anger and that could be sadness, disappointment or it could be shame. Imagine he said or did something that made you doubt if he thinks you are good enough for him and that triggers you because deep inside you might yourself doubt your own worthiness or lovability. And not feeling good enough, that is shame and that is so, so vulnerable. It's much more vulnerable than anger. So automatically, we react with anger instead to push away that sticky, unworthy feeling of shame. And in this situation, what you really want and need is to feel validated and seen. But we all know what anger does. It pushes him away and might even make him defensive. So it's creating the opposite response of what you really want. Another way that we try to push away our vulnerability is by using sarcasm when, for instance, we're really disappointed. This can come across as hostile or aggressive and will again push the other person away. And then there's the classic situation. We pretend everything is fine when it's not. And then we shut down and we're no longer present with him. And a man can feel this. He feels like you're turning your back to him. It doesn't feel like a deep and authentic connection. It feels more like you just left the connection. And in reality, what you wanted and needed was to talk openly about whatever is bothering you, but instead you create a disconnect. And we all have perfectly good reasons for reacting like this, and I am the first to admit that I've done all of this. But when we start to get curious about our own reactions, we might realize that in the past, for instance, whenever we explained what was wrong to someone, they would dismiss our feelings or get really angry or hurt. And so we learned that it's better to just pretend and then tomorrow things might be different. But this is not working for you in dating and relationships. Finally, you could also just distance yourself from him and give him the silent treatment. Again, because you're feeling hurt, disappointed or rejected and on a deeper level, you start doubting yourself and whether you are good enough. So maybe you recognize some of these mechanisms and see how it's not working for you. And changing that is not changing yourself. It's actually becoming more aligned with who you are. Embracing vulnerability does not make you smaller or less you. It actually makes you more you. So now you ask yourself, How can you change that? What are the three steps I can take? And I'm going to give you that in a moment. But first, I'm just going to tell you how not to do. As I mentioned in the beginning, there's a kind of vulnerability that is actually too much, too early and in the wrong setting. Oversharing very private and painful information early on. For instance, if you tell him on the first date about how painful it was when your ex broke up or sharing information about a childhood trauma, or if you start crying because you think of something that isn't healed in you yet. It could also be sharing something vulnerable in the wrong settings, for instance, in front of his friends, his colleagues or family, something that should have been discussed between you two privately. Sharing emotions that are not processed meaning you still feel chaotic inside and maybe you blame him for something that you later realized wasn't fair at all. You don't want to share all your emotions, especially not in early dating, because sometimes we feel things based on our past programming and triggers or based on a misunderstanding because we just don't know him that well yet. So pay attention to sharing when you feel overly emotional in a negative way and it's still early dating. So then, what are three ways that you can work on embracing vulnerability in dating? The first step is cultivating authenticity. To own your story and who you are. But how can you do that? You want to start by finding out where your vulnerability points are. And you might think you don't have any, but most of us do have something we judge ourselves for. So investigate your thoughts about yourself, your life and your story. Where are you judging yourself? What are some things that you fear having to share with a man? Or where you worry about his reactions when he finds out or ask you a question where you have to tell him? And then challenge your thinking about it. Reframe your thoughts. So I want to give you some examples of how you might judge your story. Maybe you feel embarrassed that you've been single for 10 years, for instance. You judge yourself for that and feel that this is a sign that there's something wrong with you and nobody wants you. You don't know how to explain that to a man. Or you feel shame because you've been married twice and now you're single again and you tell yourself that you are damaged goods. Or you never had a relationship that was longer than six months and you think it shows that you are not lovable. Anything that has to do with your story and your life and that your instinct tells you to avoid talking about or change the subject if someone asks. That is where your vulnerability points are. And then what you want to do is acknowledge that your results in life are all created by yourself and that you had reasons to make the decisions you did and show up the way you did. Reasons that at the time you did it made sense. Even if you might do differently today. So take a look at your reasons for making the choices you did in life and then ask yourself if you did your best at the time, given the insight, experience and priorities you had. What are some things you know today that you didn't know then? And did you like your reasons for making the choices you did at the time? And then you want to rewrite your story into something that feels inspiring and true. And this in itself can be a very powerful and transformative experience. You want to do the same with the way you see yourself. Challenge yourself to really fully embrace your quirks, little habits, crazy ideas, everything that makes you unique. And the things you truly do want to change, start working on changing them. We are all work in progress. This journey never ends. I promise you, there will always be ways we can grow and develop. And you want to see that as something that makes you interesting. You're a human being on a constant growth journey. And honestly, the most interesting people I know are the people who are constantly growing and developing into the next version of themselves. So step one, that was owning your story and who you are. And then step two is to learn how to connect with your true emotions so you can respond in a way that serves you. Like, instead of getting angry, sarcastic, or shutting down when you feel hurt and sad, you want to practice being intelligent with your emotions. Become really good at identifying what you feel and why. And then decide how and when to share that in a way that doesn't create a disconnect. So, if you feel angry, take a deep breath and pause, and notice what's really going on before you react. And then choose on purpose how to react, so that you pull him closer instead of pushing him away. And then the third step you can practice is to take small courageous steps to share something that makes you feel vulnerable on a date or in your interaction with a man. It can just be a little piece of information that you try to share and see how he responds. And then from there you can feel more courageous and share more, but don't do it like a project. Like you want to push vulnerability out there to create a deep connection as fast as possible. It has to come natural and in a timing and pace that feels right. So I'm going to give you some ideas here. Tell him about your biggest dream. Something you really want to do or live out, but that you don't feel sure about being able to. For instance, if you have thoughts about how this is not possible, It's too late, or it might be difficult, or I might not succeed, and so on. This can be a vulnerable thing to share, but it's not painful and it's not oversharing, and it also shows him something about your personality. And then tell him about your biggest fears. What makes you feel vulnerable in your life, and why? Or you can share something that you feel insecure about, maybe a decision you need to make, Maybe an event where you have to speak or something else that is outside your comfort zone. And if you are nervous on a date, then tell him that. That's actually a really great way to both break the ice and share something vulnerable at the same time. And he's going to feel relieved if he's a bit nervous too. And most likely also flattered because the fact that you are nervous shows him that it matters to you. Another idea is to share a situation where you thought you were right, but it turned out you were wrong, and then you learned something new. Admitting to be wrong is vulnerable too, and it shows that you have a growth mindset. So those were some concrete steps that you can take to create a deeper connection with a man by embracing your vulnerability. And vulnerability is a basic circumstance of life. We are all vulnerable by nature. And learning how to accept and embrace that instead of avoiding things that makes us feel vulnerable, not only makes you better at dating and creating connections, but also better at life. Better at living the full human experience with the full range of emotions. Working with vulnerability and authenticity is one of the most transformative parts of the work that I do with my clients and I guide them through different exercises and reflections to get really clear on where their vulnerability points are and how they can step into owning the true authentic version of themselves so they can attract their perfect match and create a deep emotional connection with him. And if you would like to know more about what it would be like to work with me, then why don't you book a free 45 minutes call on the link in the show notes or on my website, larkethelovecoach.com. L-A-E-R-K-E This is a call that's meant for you to get clarity and find out if you want to experience having the support of a private coach so you can shortcut your journey to attracting love. And as a bonus, you will learn a lot about yourself and how you can connect with a man and what creates attraction. So go book a call and let's talk. Thank you so much for listening everyone and have a wonderful week. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you will also help other women find it.